welcome to the Lying Truth Podcast. You can find us on the web at thelyingtruthpodcast.com or on social at lyingtruthpod on Instagram or Twitter. If you like what you hear and you would like to support our show, click on the link in our show notes at Buy Me a Coffee. You can make a one-time donation or become a member. So guys, can you believe that it is episode 11? Come on. Nice. How about that? That's awesome. We'll get some things started today. We've got some stories. Now, we all like good Florida man story, right? Yes. I don't want to just pick on the Florida man. And I don't want to take the low-hanging fruit and do Florida woman. So today, I've got a couple of stories for you about Tennessee woman and California woman. Oh, God. Now, you know, guys, I don't know if you guys who listen to the podcast regularly understand that Colin and I, we are the Tennessee connection. And Robert and Brian are the L.A. connection. So we've got Southern Roots and we've got West Coast vibe. Yeah, L.A. like... Los Angeles, not Lower Alabama or Louisiana. Right. <laughs> yeah, as some would think. <laughs> the, the voice will give it away, but it's definitely Los Angeles. Yes. Now, we also have a little bit of Northern in our podcast as well. He just hasn't lived there in quite a few years. Yeah, about 11 years. So, we've, we've kind of adopted him down here in the South now. So, he, I've heard it, I heard him say y'all the other day. So I say y'all Gosh. quite a bit. <laughs> you know, y'all, y'all get... People, I'm, people get a bad rap for saying y'all, but I hear people out in California say it all the time. Yeah, if I'm if I'm hanging around my parents, I start saying you guys mm-hmm. a lot, and then if I'm really getting into it, I'll say you guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's when you're home for a few days. <laughs> we, we've talked about it before. I'm what they call a mother loving Yankee. Right. To explain to our listeners what a mother loving Yankee is. So, Yankee is somebody from the north, and then so you got a oh, Yankee. Who yes. visits from the yes. north. Oh, yeah. Then a damn Yankee is one that moves down here. And then there's me who moves down here and then invites his family. <laughs> and that's I'm, what happens. I'm that guy. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're here. So, it's got a couple of stories here. Let's start off with Tennessee woman is accused of biting a deputy after chicken nugget argument. Okay. 23-year-old woman in Bedford County is accused of assaulting her girlfriend after an argument over chicken nuggets. And then she bit the deputy who took her to jail, according to the arrest warrant. <laughs> a warrant alleges she assaulted her girlfriend on March 18th during an argument that she told detectives started over chicken nuggets, but she did not elaborate. So let's elaborate. What kind of argument could happen over chicken nuggets? Was it dino nuggets? I mean, because... Those are supposed to be better. It's not McNuggets. It didn't say McNuggets. It didn't say Dino Nuggets. Just Chicken Nuggets. Maybe they were each supposed to have 10 and they made uh, 21. Ooh. Fought over the... <laughs> Fought over the extra? Yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Fought over the extra. Yeah. I thought maybe earlier, I thought, well, one wanted ranch and one wanted honey mustard. I don't know. That was my thought, too. Oh, you got to make your own Chick-fil-A sauce. Well... Extra sauce. Do you gotta How make- do you do that? You mix honey mustard and barbecue. Is that it? About half and half. It's that. I think it's a combination. The 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 lure is it's a combination of all of their sauces. Really? I've mm. heard, I don't know how true that is, but I've heard that that it's a combination of the Chick Fil A sauce is a combination of all of their sauces together. Yeah, just mix mm. honey mustard and barbecue, and you're you're right there. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about this Tennessee woman a little bit more. When she was placed in the back of the Bedford County uh, deputy's patrol car, the deputy says she screamed and attempted to kick out the window, of course, while continuously hitting the window with her what? I, I'm thinking head. head. That's first. Her head. Continue to hit her <laughs> hit the window with her head, which is always smart. It's the best thing. Right. To do. That's it. So 
That was one Tennessee woman. Now I've got another. This woman was arrested after allegedly shooting into local Burger King over a long wait time. So a Tennessee mm-hmm. woman is accused of shooting into a Burger King at the drive-thru, by the way, when she thought the wait time was much too long. Two employees reported that a woman became angry about the wait time at the drive-thru window. The woman allegedly got out of the front passenger seat of a sedan and approached the drive-thru window. And then what do you think happens? A verbal altercation. And this is a Burger King? Burger King. Okay. According to the affidavit, the, the argument escalated and the woman threatened to shoot the employees. And then she went back to her car and retrieved what they believed to be a gun. And the employees did what? Ran. <laughs> <laughs> they ran away. And she fired several shots into the Burger King, not hitting any employees, thank goodness. But the police found several shell casings. And, uh, yeah, they did arrest her because Shocking. she was on the camera. And the police put out her picture. And uh, they got a tip that identified who she was, and they went and picked her up. Oh, well, see, what, what, where was it in Tennessee? Oh, I'm going to let you guess. What I'm do you thinking, think? I'm thinking small town. But I, I want to say closer to Memphis. You're very warm. Tennessee. It's in Memphis. It's in Memphis. In Memphis. That's where this happened. But I'm thinking small town, and it would be easy to turn it in because all it would take is for somebody to say, you know, I heard there was a lady that got mad at the Burger King earlier today and started <laughs> shooting into the window. Where everybody knows they're about- people are going to go, oh, that's got to be Dolores. Like, that's, that's got to be her. <laughs> that sounds like something Dolores would do. And then they see the camera and go, yeah, that's, yep, that's Dolores. Dolores. <laughs> you know, and pull her in. You know, and if your name's Dolores. Dolores, I'm sorry. It's just, but yeah, small town Tennessee. <laughs> small town Tennessee. All right, I got one more. This gets a little bit of the West Coast connection. This is a California woman, the uh, but it happened in Arizona. So Arizona authorities accused California woman of indecent exposure during Wickenburg store fracas. Hmm. So it says that uh, on February 17th, the woman identified in the court documents uh, was at a bar. I'm not going to say her name. She's at a bar in the area when she had a couple of glasses of wine. She then headed into a store in the back and allegedly bared her body. I've been here 16 years and I've never seen this problem <laughs> ever. Been some strong wine. Yeah, the owner of the cactus flower said. According to the reports, uh, the the woman ran up charges of about four thousand dollars, well beyond Ooh. the bare necessities. Fun intended. <laughs> uh, and then when she went up to make the purchase, she um, she said, "I have the money and I can do what I want." And uh, it just went from there. Basically, what happened was she got up there with about $4,000 bill that she ran up. She was trying on clothes in the middle of the store. She had clothes on from the store. And then her card, I guess, got declined. (laughs) Then she got mad because she proceeded to tell them that uh, the owner, she started cussing them or the person running the register, that she has money and that she can buy whatever she wants. At one point, she alleged that she could buy the entire store and then told the person that she's on a $10,000 a day allowance. Now, here's the kicker, guys. This is a little mm. little, little thing in this, in this article that I thought was very peculiar. A claim that was backed up by her banker. Wow. Is anybody <laughs> else hearing this in a slurred voice? You know what I mean? I, I got $10,000 a day. I can buy this whole store. That's just that's how I'm hearing it in my mind. I'm, I am too. I'm not hearing it with a clear, you know, she and enunciating, and I'm just that's how I'm seeing it, stumbling, kind of going back and forth, you know. So when did they check? When did they check with her banker? 
I'm just that's just a little small caveat in this story that I found, and I thought it was mm-hmm. very peculiar. I have a feeling the last story with the Burger King wait time involved a lot of alcohol too. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it probably, and I would say the chicken nuggets probably did too, or something worse. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's the Tennessee I Tennessee woman, I California my woman. Way. <laughs> That is our stories. I've just ruined my algorithms. So now it's <laughs> difficult to find stuff. The stuff they suggest for me is like, no, why do I want to see this? <laughs> they don't. Mine's funny because it changes for the time of day. Like if I pull up YouTube in the morning, it'll be one style of music. If I pull it up in the afternoon, hmm. uh, it's either a different style of music. Or if I pull it up during the day, like around lunchtime, it's movie clips, which is weird. They got you so, pegged. They do. <laughs> they know me. They're like, oh, he's at work. Let's throw some clips from Lawless on here. And let's make him unproductive for a little while. <laughs> That's so yeah, true. I watched uh, Bad Religion did uh, these series of concerts during quarantine uh, called Decades. That's was, funny, huh, Robert? I just saw that guy with that Bad Religion shirt on at the gym. Yeah, that was, the, was that the gym? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was, huh. it was fantastic. I listened to so they did 80s, 90s, 2000s, and I still got the 10s to listen to. And they're, um, you know, according to the Wikipedia page, a very <laughs> successful punk, punk band. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They've been going for years. Yes. Very, very interesting, very distinct style of music. Hmm. Like the second you hear the lead singer's voice, you know who they are. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot with uh, here lately with Shine Down and Five Finger Death Punch. Hmm. Listening to them, hmm. and uh, that's not music conducive to traffic on the ninety one nah. uh, or the fifty seven on the way home. Because that, especially, I mean, when those guys get going, you know, Five Finger Death Punch, and you know, it's 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 got a certain tempo to it that doesn't do well for stop and go traffic. No, I saw this great video. It was. Uh how drummers knock on doors. <laughs> <laughs> it was just this guy drumming, knocking on doors. But my favorite was uh, Raining Blood. He walks up to the door. Just gets to it. It's like, it's like Sheldon on... Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that show? I can see your eye go drawing a blank. Yeah, Big the Bang Theory. Uh, big Bang Theory. Yeah, Big, yeah. big Bang. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what kind of it reminded me. It was like, that's an actual... <laughs> Knock the way that the way that song starts out That's so before funny. before everything kicks in. Yeah, Shine Down Monsters has been my jam lately. That one's that, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I like playing that one rather loudly. I really like some of his like soloer acoustic stuff that he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, like his solo or uh, solo. Well, it's still Shine Down, but his version of um, Leonard Skinner's song. Why Simple is it? Simple Man. Yes, yeah, Simple Man. It's, it's fantastic. Yes, absolutely. It'll it's, give you chills. It's one of those rare, might be better than the original. Yes. Wait, who and is it again? Shine down. Shine. If you yeah, if you pull Shine up down. Shine Down, Simple Man. Okay. There's yeah. several versions of it uh, with him doing it because they, they do it in concert from time to time, and then he'll take a break from doing it. But like Colin said, it is, and I know you know maybe with us being over here in California now, we can say it without it being a heresy. But it may be 
better than the original. <laughs> we want to put you on the stake over here. In the, ah, in the you it's like, what you mean better than scared? I don't, I don't know. You <laughs> give it a listen. It's yes. that and uh, that and forty five. Oh yeah. Have you heard the story behind forty five? <laughs> no. He tells the story, uh, and you can you can YouTube that as well. So he tells the story behind that, and he says. When you hear the song, when the song came out, the controversy was because there's a line in the song that says, staring down a barrel of a 45. And everyone thought that uh, when the song came out, that he's staring down the barrel of a gun. When, and he explains it, he said the, the barrel of the 45 is actually the world and everything that we're facing coming from the world. And that's the barrel that we're staring down. And then he told the story behind it. Uh, there's a really cool part in it because it's talking about an attempted suicide. And how this the guy that he's talking about was in this really dark place. And you hear a guy in the crowd go, I've been there too, brother. And it's like, oh, and it just kind of gives you chills. But yeah, 45 is really good. He does a, um, him and Will Hogue do a version of A Little Help With My Friends, a live version that just absolutely rocks. Wow. Uh, and they, they, yeah, they I say before him. they start it, um, you don't come to watch him race. You come to watch him crash. And then they, they go off in the song, but it's, yeah, very right. distinctive voice, very powerful. Sorry. Let, no, let's, I, let's, I, let's I, move on with that. Who, who are you right. listening to right now, Brian? Oh, my gosh. I was just sitting here thinking, like, how do these, where do these guys get all the time to listen to all this music? I'm just like, I just don't have any free time. And I don't feel like, uh, well, for see. me, I was, I can't listen to, I can't listen to spoken word while I'm working. No, I can't either. I, but I listen to instrumental music while I'm, while I'm working. Ooh, so what are you listening to? What are you listening Anything to? good. Well, for me, like, you know, this is going to, like, today I was listening to jazz, all right? So I was listening to, like, smooth jazz in the background. <laughs> Just something that doesn't have any sound on it. Uh, or any, not any sound, any words. So I, because I, I started trying to listen to the music and like any song has got mute, like words in it. I'm just like, it's just, I, it just distracts me. So, right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with right. that. I did it several years ago. I did a, um, a study called Experiencing God and it's a very in depth study. And I did that. You're supposed to do it. I've done that twice. <laughs> yeah. I've done it twice too. It was supposed, the first time I did it, it was supposed to take us, you know, I think it's what, six weeks or something yes. like that. Yes. It might be. Is it eight? It may be. I, I forgot it's been so long, but yeah. it actually took us nine months. Wow. <laughs> a group of us that went through it. <laughs> but what I found was late at night when I would, you know, get time to, I'm not an early riser. So for me to get up in the morning and do any sort of study, I'm going to go back to sleep. Right. So uh, late at night is when I would do it. And I would do the same thing, Brian. I would, I would turn on classical music. Yeah. I couldn't concentrate yes. and read and focus with anything with lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I saw, a, I saw a comment that actually the first, sometimes I, I love Paris, France too. And so a lot, so a lot of times we'll just put like Paris cafe music on for, for background. And cool. uh, today I had clicked on one, the Paris cafe music. And this girl had commented on there that uh, she says, Oh, I guess this one did, did actually have words. I, that's why I changed it. It had words on it. And she was like, need, need background music with no words or something like that. And then she was referenced the, the French cafe. And then she said, let's talk about after listening to, she was like, bonjour. Anyway, it, it was one of those you had to be there. It was like talking about how you didn't need the words in there. And then afterwards she was speaking French. But anyway. <laughs> thinking about thinking French without words. Yeah. Right. In the music. Awesome. It depends on what I'm trying to do. If uh, I write a lot, I don't, I don't write as much as I used to. Uh, but depending on what I'm listening to when I'm writing, 
will influence what I'm writing and the tone of what I'm writing. Uh, if I'm trying to get work done, if like if I if if and if anybody walks by my office during the day and I've got cello music going, just keep going because <laughs> at, at that point I've got I'm behind on a lot of stuff. I've got a lot of and it's usually because I have spreadsheets and data and stuff that I have to crunch, and I don't I don't want voices coming in. But that cello music and that, you know, that classical type music helps me focus on that. And again, it all depends on if I'm coming into work in the morning, I like to, I like to listen to, uh, either leadership stuff in the morning or I will listen to spoken word on the way in to work in the mornings because it kind of gets me, gets my mind ready for the day. But then, you know, I've got a, depending on what time I leave anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes coming home and you know I need music that's going to keep me engaged keep me involved you know and and sometimes it's it's beastie boys uh sometimes it's shine down every now and then I'll I'll have a guilty guilty pleasure with some lint biscuit uh, but traffic's got to be moving right <laughs> oh. um, guilty hot dogs in the chocolate flavored water <laughs> <laughs> yeah man break break stuff is uh, is another one that you can't you can't drive down the road and listen that to that stuff Chocolate starfish in the hot chocolate starfish. Yeah. That's yeah. It. <laughs> um, but I mean, music is music is essential, man. And I put it on in the background a lot. Uh, and again, it's one of those things where you, you click on a YouTube video and just go with it. Uh, and I've, I've kind of dogged elevation worship lately because I've, I've, I've said that just about everything they put out gets a pass, and everybody's oh, that's awesome. And then every church is playing it across the country. But they did; they just released a song called talking to jesus uh and it's not a it's a christian song it's not a worship song i don't think it's one that churches would be playing just because of the it's more of a it's more something that you'll hear on the radio but not in church oh they'll uh, play it oh i'm sure they will. Ele- elevation the church, church definitely will yes um, certain church it, churches will play it and it will right. annoy me but it is <laughs> if you listen to it and if you've got you know we've got kids if you listen to it by the third verse i was in tears i was like dang gummy got me Wow. <laughs> well, here, okay, so let's. I'm glad you brought that up. So we know that Collins listens to Bad Religion, <laughs> and Brian's listening to jazz music, and right. Robert, you're listening to Shine Down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me, I've been listening to everything again. Just put it on genre mix, and I'm good. Just throw it out there. But uh, working wise, depends on what I'm doing. If I am doing something very monotonous, it doesn't take a lot of thought. I can have lyrics going or I can listen to a a podcast occasionally. If it's something I've got to actually think and use my brain, it's got to be no lyrics. So, yeah, since you brought this up about worship music and church music, one of the things I'll just share with you guys over the last several years I've really struggled with is finding manly worship music. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You've talked about the uh, Jesus is my boyfriend songs. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I. I can't tell you how many times I've had to stop listening to Christian music just because it's just like so soft for so long. I'm just like, I just can't take anymore. I got to have something more upbeat. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dalton's the same way. I was like, oh, come on, man. Not worship music today. Yeah. And it's not because he doesn't want to listen to worship music. It's just like, come on, man. Really? It's all the same. It's like country music was for a very long time, right? Three chords and, and <laughs> you know, and, and, a, and a few verses and, and you're done. It's really breathy. Yeah, you get the overproduced. Yeah, the overproduced sound and it, everything sounds the same. And David, when you said manly Christian music, I'm like, the, the first thing that came to mind was David Crowder because he does have some stuff that's not, yeah, 
I like Crowder. Uh, you know, he 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 kind of breaks away from the song that's going to be played every week in church. He has a couple that are out there, but a lot of his stuff is bluegrass and country roots. There's a guy named, jeez, uh, if I hadn't brought it up, it's Jake. Jake something. He was with uh, Bethel Music at one point in time. He broke away from them. And his stuff is is hardcore. Well, I say it's hardcore. It's I had it on, and Dalton's like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, it's Christian music. Trust me, it's Christian music. <laughs> He's got a song called War Drums, and it's based off of Isaiah 6. And I, I, I remember the first time I heard it, I was actually writing for one of my former guys. Uh, he was getting ready to go off to to basic training. And I was, I was, you know, writing something to kind of send him off. Was looking at the Ranger Creed, and the Ranger Creed kind of lines up with the Christian Creed about not leaving a man behind, and, and all these other things that are in there. And I'm listening to this song, and he's talking about the war drums, and I can hear the war drums, and I'm studying Isaiah six, and then right in the middle of the song, there's a music break. And he starts reading Isaiah six and you know, the chills. I got the chills and just, and then he goes back into, you know, just this, this hard hammering music. His version of Hallelujah, Cohen's Hallelujah is pretty good as well. But other than that, Jake Hamilton, Jake Hamilton. Yes. Um, Thank you, Spotify. <laughs> Thank nah. you. Right. Yeah. Hey, listen to, to us on Spotify. Hamilton. We're on there. So yeah, we're on Spotify. I wanted yeah. to say Jake Hamilton, but in my head, I'm thinking, no, that's a baseball player. Uh, and yeah, for was, all I know, it could be. Oh, there's Josh Hamilton. He's a baseball player. There you go. That's the guy. But, but they're the only ones I can think of, David. Beyond those guys, it's and tough, sure man. And, and I tell you what, I tell you what, I notice a lot, and I know that we've talked about, you know, just how men engage in church, and you know, off the air. You know, I notice in church a lot when when those Jesus is my boyfriend songs are on. You look around the room at the men; they got their hands in their pockets. And some guys who are creative and really get into it. They're, they're going to worship with it. And, and that's cool. But for me, over the last several years, I've just been looking around the room going, guys, you've got to try to engage these men. Mm-hmm. You've got to get, you've got to try to engage these men. You need to, you need to heavy this thing up, hit the drums more, do something yes. different because so many men are standing there with their hands in their pockets, just kind of swaying <laughs> back and forth, not really singing. They're there. They, they, you know, and, and if they're, they love Christ, they're, they're still, Hanging in there, but man, you got to get with it because you're losing a lot of guys at worship time. I just see it. I see it. Well, that kind of gets into that overproduced. They go for this mm-hmm. poppy sound where everything's right. compressed and you know, you can't hear individual instruments. You get 10 people up there playing instruments, you can't hear a single one of them. It's just mush. I agree. I and, agree. And worship songs are supposed to be worship, they're supposed to be praising God. Worship songs are not, I'm a terrible person. Yes. <laughs> now, there's room for those songs. There's, I, I, I would, but I time and place, but not every thought. week. Yes, but <laughs> right. not, not in a church service. I had that exact same thought this morning, Colin, and because there's a song that I like to listen to called House on a Hill. And it is, it's a, it's a very moving song. It's a slow pace, but it's a moving song. But if you've ever battled, if you've ever battled depression or anxiety, that song, House on a Hill, just rocks me. Right. And it, and it, and it talks about, you know, being a house set upon a hill and, and not in that sense of, you know, being out there for everybody to see, but in the sense of, of just being alone. Uh, it's, it, I think it starts out with it's quiet in this house upon a hill. And when, when I'm in those moments or in those times where, I, where I'm fighting, you know, depression or anxiety or whatever it might be, songs like that are great. But Sunday morning, we got to stay away from that, man. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I grew up with I'll Fly Away on page 333 and, you know, all that good stuff and having a little more beat to it. But, uh, yeah, you got to stay away from those songs on Sunday morning. My God is an awesome God is still a classic. You'll get me every time with that one. Right. I'll sing right yeah. along with it. <laughs> There's some good remixes to that one, too. Yeah. So, Brian, what, what about you, man? What do you think about that? I was going to say we could go to the other side, you know, but other than like David Crowder, we could go to like the Lecrae or the Andy Minio side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Going in hot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that song. But <laughs> I like some of that stuff too. I'll tell you a, I, a guy that I like too this is John Mark McMillan. I know he's famous for one particular song, but if he's, he's got some other cool stuff out there too. Sorry to interrupt you, Brian. No, no, no. You're totally fine. Who is he? John Mark McMillan. I don't yeah. think I've heard of him. I'll bet you have. I'll bet you've heard of at least one song he's done. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pull him up. I'm gonna have to All right, I'm gonna let you guys. Shit. I'm gonna let you guys pull it up, and when you see it, you're gonna go, "Oh yeah, I know that song." <laughs> <laughs> but go beyond that song, and he's got some really cool, very cool songs that are not something you're gonna hear on Sunday morning. When you see the one song, you go, "Oh yeah, I've sang that at church every week or several weeks." You know? <laughs> Well, the and first one that comes up is How He Loves. But that's that's a David, him. That's a David Crowder song. That's oh, actually, he was he it. the original? He's, he had the original wrote it. Wrote it. Okay. Gotcha. And he, had, gotcha. he had a few different verses in there, right? Because Crowder changed it. I guess it Crowder did. changed one verse. Well, what's the verse? Do you know? The sloppy kiss. He didn't like yeah. the sloppy kiss. Yeah. When the earth meets the ocean like a sloppy wet kiss. Right. Yeah. That was the original. I remember the first, I, I had heard the, um, the unforeseen kiss, and that's all I had heard. Yeah. And the first time I went somewhere and he said sloppy wet kiss, I was like, hey, hey, hey. That, that's, that's not the lyric, man. That's, yes, that's a little is. awkward. <laughs> yes, it is. That is a great song. Yeah, it is. And so look him up, but but uh, he's got some other cool cool things, though. So, and again, Brian, back back to you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what, what, was I, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, you were talking about going to the other side of Lecrae and Andy Mineo. Yeah, Andy Mineo, Lecrae. I don't know. I just know, like, for, for me, I just, like you guys were saying, like, it just seems like the same tone and, and like, I just get to where it almost gets depressing to me when I listen to, like, some of the Christian music, like, over and over and over, because it's like, it's like everything, it's like everybody's defeated and we're trying to come out of defeat and depression. And, and I'm just like, okay, I just got to have something else. I got to have something with more life in it. But I mean, and that's not really true because I mean, it's, it's full of life, but, uh, I just need something more, more upbeat, but. Yeah, for sure. I said to go off on a tangent and see if that was the song that I was thinking. <laughs> I used to make fun of that song. Did you? Well, I was. How he loves. Yes, I was certain that my that this pastor that I used to go to his church had changed the lyrics to "Oh, how he loves me." <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear that song, I think it's "Oh, how he loves me." Just, just, just say, um, this pastor got a little. Full of himself. Ah, one of those. He's <laughs> one of those. One of our previous episodes we talked about. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, you know, he was embezzling money from the church. Mm. His best friend was the financial person and had to step down because he just couldn't see it anymore. Oh, mm. So terrible. Like, you, so you can't. I mean, he started the church, so he kind of used it as his own personal business. Mm, you know, you. whatever money they've got was his. Mm, wow. Yeah. So when he reason. was using, you know, the church credit card to go on dates, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of frowned right. upon in this establishment. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, slightly. So third day. 
Third Day has some great songs out there. They See? do. They haven't done a lot lately. No, they haven't. Uh, I, 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 I actually Googled. I don't know if they did or not. I, I, I Googled worship s- songs for men. I think they went their separate ways. And uh, a lot of Chris Tomlin come up. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah, like Chris Tomlin, but uh, not, not all of the ones that they're showing here. And then I saw some Third Day, a uh, little bit of Matt Redman here and there, some Casting Crowns. We used, to, we used to joke that, um, you know, uh, Scott Stapp is a poor man's version of uh, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> yes. Lead singer of three day, or third, I, third Day. Third Day is a poor man's version of Scott Stapp. And then Jeremy <laughs> Camp is a poor man's version of that. <laughs> so <that's laughs> Jeremy Camp. Jeremy, oh, my gosh. Jeremy's got a couple of good songs out there. Uh, Take yeah, my life. But he, but he, he does really sing good. very much in that Eddie yeah, Vedder. Yeah, that sing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like Mag Powell. Oh, whoa, whoa. Third day. I like him. <laughs> yeah. Well, Scott Stapp, you know, swore up and down. Even though you watch there, you listen to the lyrics and you watch the videos, there's a ton of Christian imagery. Swore up and down, they're not a Christian band. Well, we're not a Christian band. We're not a Christian band. It's like you have, you, you, you're singing a song called Arms Wide Open and you're standing there with your arms wide open and your feet together like you're on a cross. Kind of looks like you're a Christian band. I mean, that's the imagery of it. Well, Le- yeah. Lecrae had that. Lecrae had the same thing, you know. Lecrae, like when he came out, he like he he didn't want to be a Christian artist. He wanted to be an artist that was Christian because right. mm-hmm. they didn't think he would take him serious. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's been uh, you know the, the moniker, moniker for years, the reputation, so to speak, is if it's Christian, it's crap. Right? The, the movies that were coming out, the music that was coming out. You, you, so if you were labeled as a Christian rapper or a Christian whatever. It was, you know, second and third rate type stuff. The production value wasn't there and it just wasn't, wasn't received well. So, I mean, I, I get that to a point. It's like, I want you to see how good I actually am. Andy Minio is one of my favorite and, and he's just, he's just that good when it yeah, comes that dude to is that. good. He is. You can't that stop me. Nah. Did anybody watch or ever see the uh, South Park episode where they make an album? No. No. <laughs> So they get they get they get into an argument, and I think Stan goes off with uh, Kyle, and they make an album, and Cartman goes off, and he makes an album, and he decides to make a Christian album, and he, <laughs> he does this because there's a built-in audience that'll buy it, no matter how good it is, how awful it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it hurts. Oh, it's true. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> You want to talk about Jesus as my boyfriend. He talks about making out with Jesus. Oh, my God. And he gets questioned on it. And he goes, what? You don't love Jesus that way? <laughs> wow. Oh well, just, back to the point. There. Just some of the just some of the I love Matt Parker and Trey Stone. They they do some great as long as you can take them as a joke. Yeah. And don't get too pissed off at them. Oh, my God. That's what I've been hilarious. saying about that. That's what I've been saying about the whole world lately. The whole world just needs to learn how to take a joke again. Yes. Yes, very much. I remember the first time I watched South Park and did not realize I was watching uh, adult comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was a good kid show. What's, oh, whoa, what I was like, oh, what am I watching? You, you can't do that. You can't put that on Cartoon Network. My kids are going to watch this. It blew my mind. What in the world? Yeah, you can't yeah. trust a cartoon right now. No. Oh you can't, Kenny. Yeah, you just can't. <laughs> I think I saw like some family guy the other day just walking by, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I won't let my kids watch Family Guy. 
course, Dalton's 23 now. He can watch whatever he wants. But uh, just the, the imagery on Family Guy, the chins just don't look right to me. <laughs> they, 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 just, they just don't look right to me. Um, and I can't get the image out of my mind when I watch the show. And, and it's another one of those things. It's that plus it's one of those things where the the male character, the, the, the man of the house, is you know made to look like a complete idiot and uh, just a yes. buffoon, and I have a hard time watching shows that demasculate, uh, or is it mas- emasculate? Yeah, that emasculate the man of the house and 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 hurt that role. But that's yeah, that's another one where it's like Connor's like, hey, can we watch Family Guy? Like, no, no, we're not. No. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not. Uh, that sorry, buddy, not happening. <laughs> right, you're gonna have to sneak and watch that one. You're not gonna watch it while I'm <laughs> while I'm, while I'm awake and, and in control of the TV. When was the last time you did something for the first time? And what was it? That's the first question. When was the last time you did something for the first time? And what was it? Now, I figure. Oh, uh, I'm glad you said them earlier, but I still, that one has stumped me. Because there is one thing I could think about, but I don't really know if I want to talk about it or not. (laughs) Interesting. Now, now see, for Brian, for myself and Brian, I think it would be easy. I. Because over the yeah. last the last year and a half, we we've had some some new experiences. Yeah, yeah, I can do that one pretty easily. Yeah, I figured you could. Go, go ahead. What was the well, last time you did something for the first time? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna have two. I got two that came to mind. The first one was this past Sunday, and this is not really. It's 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 kind of like a partial answer, uh, correct answer here because. So Sunday after church, we got some food, went to the park, had a picnic. And then we hung up our hammocks and we just laid, we just laid in our hammocks at the park. It was a light breeze, beautiful sunny day. It was, it was like heavenly. And I, and I actually commented, I was like, this is the first time we have been in our hammocks since we moved to California. So, so I know that doesn't like totally qualify as like first time ever. Uh, but I did just comment about that being like, the first time we've had our hammocks here because we've been out here over a year and a half, but more, more true to your question. I will say two, two weekends ago, I did stand up paddle boarding for the first time and I started out on the ocean. So that was, that was pretty interesting. So that, that's something that I had never done before. Stand up paddle boarding. Nice. That sounds very fun. Uh, and you, you took up surfing last I, year, right? Yeah. When we moved here, I took up, yeah, yeah. I took up surfing. Yeah. And I'm still year. not going to do that. I don't care how much y'all ask me to. I'm still not going to do that because me in I'm, a wetsuit just looks like a, a slow fat seal. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing. It. Well, I really like the paddle boarding because you just get so much more time standing up on the board. Right. And uh, it, and uh, but I've only been out. Let's see. I went out the last two weekends paddle boarding, and um, I, I do like that a lot. But I do like surfing too. And surfing was also new to me last year. Nice, nice. I know for for me. Same thing out on the ocean, and I'm not a I'm not a beach guy. And I think a lot of that was uh, just growing up on the Gulf Coast. And every time we went to the beach over there it was Panama City, and it was spring break. And to be quite honest, I was not worried about the beach uh, back in those days. You were uh, looking the other side of the beach. Yeah, right? yeah you I was looking, looking at the ocean. On the beach, yes. Uh, and, and you know, walking up and down, I had other interests at the time. Uh, but since we moved out here, same thing. You know, I said, you know what, we're right here by the beach. We're what, 45 minutes from the beach, Brian, on a, you know, on a good day. Yeah. Um, So we can get down to the beach pretty quick. Uh, So I actually did some boogie boarding out there on the water uh, Mm -hmm. and doing that with my youngest. And and that's pretty cool. You know, I still got to find a a big boy boogie board. 
you know, because the ones you buy at Walmart and stuff like that aren't aren't made for my body type. They're, they're I mean, they're, they're you can terrible. still use them, but they're they're not made for my body type at all. But that's uh, the the last time I did something for the first time uh, was that Brian Collin or not Brian? Sorry, David Collin. Anything? Um, only thing I can think of, and this has been a couple of years now, was do one of those um, the salt room, the relaxation things. Okay. Mm. You ever done one of them? Sitting there for about an hour? Mm. So they they grind up and spit salt out to the air, and it's supposed to help you. I don't know. Yeah, I tried it. Like a sauna type atmosphere? No. It's just, it's actually normally kind of cool. Give you a blanket and just lay there and breathe. And it's supposed to help your breathing, which is why I've tried it. And Right. Why I continue to do it and can't tell you whether or not it really works, but. Hey, if you think it works, it works, right? So you can feel good afterwards, right? But it is fun to go sit and just quiet. Well, I always listen to music, but. um, Really? You. Yeah. (laughs) But I I try to, I try to listen to something somewhat more relaxing or. So you're not in the salt room. Going, do, 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 do. No, no. It's, <laughs> well, actually, the last time I went, which was just this past weekend, I didn't mean to listen to something as heavy as it was, but I listened to a new album by this fusion jazz band, uh, Soften the Glare. Their first album was much more relaxing. <laughs> Calm. Not relaxing. There's way too many notes for it to be relaxing. Soften the Glare. Yes. Okay. The bass player in that is used to be in Mudvayne, and that's how I got into them. Yeah, they're very, it's very interesting. It's weird. It's not your typical, but yeah. So listen to that. Hmm. I'm Claypool, Claypool, Lennon, Delirium. That was my thing to listen to in there for a while. David? Oh, man. This, this kind of stuff is just, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've exercised before, but last year I took up. Like kickboxing, it's okay. not really a kickboxing, like where I'm actually getting in and fighting somebody. Although I may go to that one day if I can join like the over eighty league. <laughs> but um, I mean, I did that. I started that last year, and I still do that. And I find that very enjoyable. I've never I been. Think a, what we're I think what we're sensing here is we need to find something for David to do for the first time. I you know, so. I mean, it's something new. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, can we get you to go skydiving? Tandem skydive? No, I've never been <laughs> fascinated with jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. It had right. to be a perfectly bad airplane for me to jump out of it. On fire, going down. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've always thought that. It, there's Bungie no jump. sense of me jumping right. out of a perfectly good airplane. Bungee jump. You're tethered that way. Bungee jumping would, you know, I don't really see myself wanting or needing to do that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't blame um, one bit. I'm just trying to think of something we can get you to do. No, I mean, I've, I've, to be honest, I've done a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, last year I got my carry permit and it's been very weird to actually carry a pistol. Hmm. But that is the first time for that. So being very aware right. of my surroundings and what I'm doing and where I'm going it's it really opens up your mind to think more about your situation and where you are and what you're doing. Yes, it does. How do you feel that we now don't need to have a permit? 
Yeah. Now that you went and got a permit. Yeah. State of Tennessee just passed a law that you don't have to have a permit now. You carry. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. is that open carry only on the no. permit or is no. it concealed carry? Open and concealed. Really? Wow. Okay. And I didn't know this, but uh, we're not the first state. For this. No, no. no. This we're actually my, late on the ball. We're late. Right. Kentucky was one of the first. Yeah. The Kentucky laws have been that way for a while. Wouldn't surprise me if Texas was the same way. I Texas. mean, there's there's some things around them. You got to be 21 years old. There's certain right. there's some certain criteria that you got to meet, but Probably you do don't have to check. take the test anymore. Right. I, I don't know. I don't see how that's a good idea. I think I would rather have someone take the class and take the test simply because mm-hmm. I think they just need to be aware of what there's, they're doing. There's a lot of good information in those very classes. much, very Absolutely. much. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me, that's what I was trying to say with me doing that for the first time. It just made me much more aware of what I'm doing yeah. and where I'm going mm-hmm. and my surroundings. And, and, you know, just it, it, it did. It just, it just uh, heightened my senses. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I gotta get back to carrying more. All right. So, all right. So here we go. So the question is this you have to build a zombie killing team, it's the, it's the apocalypse. You have to build your team. You can only have four people. So you have yourself and three other people throughout history, movies, TV, whatever it might be. The only limitation is that you can't have superheroes. And we'll do a snake draft and we'll go youngest to oldest and then back through. And our good buddy Colin just happens to be the youngest. So, Colin, you get first pick on the zombie killing team. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to go with Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Bruce Lee. So when the question, when we originally talked about it, I was thinking it had to be people that were alive. Uh. So I was trying to come up with current martial artists that are still viable. (laughs) You know, because most of the ones that I can think of wouldn't be very good in a fight anymore. Right. Except for maybe Tony Jaw. Yeah, he's pretty good. So it can be a fictional character too, but yeah. it's but you it can know be fictional. Yeah, but it could be real fictional, but just no but superhero. I'm, I'm just gonna go with Bruce. Bruce Lee. Lee that's a uh, good uh, one. All right, so Thomas got Bruce Lee out of the gate, and I'll, I'll admit he never crossed my mind. Um, and we'll just throw in a secondary role. So if it's already picked, you can't put him on your team. Ah, go, good <laughs> rule. Good rule. Kind of <laughs> aggravating because. Yeah, I could now be. It, could be. Now that he said it, I was like, "Dad gum, that's a good pick." Yeah, that's good. So that's the draft. All right. I All like right. It. Second pick is uh, David. All right. So or, or second, yeah, second, second pick. I'm gonna go with John Rambo. Okay. Oh, that hurt. I should have went before you. As long as somebody picks mine, we're okay. <laughs> See, now my concern with anybody that uses guns. Now Rambo uses. He got, he's got that long he's, knife, and he uses he's bow got and a arrow. lot of other stuff. <laughs> But in a zombie apocalypse, ammunition might be scarce. So you need somebody who's good with hand-to-hand weapons. Hmm. That is a uh, he can shoot. He can shoot a bow and arrow. Yes, he can. He can work that knife. And he's got survival skills. He's got survival skills. Again, in my original, in my original idea, I was thinking somebody like Bear Grylls. (laughs) You know. My own rule will come back to bite me. You're giving out, you're giving ideas. You get another draft coming up. You better hold on. Yeah, to you better be quiet. I'll, I'll throw it out there. I don't care. David, David took my first pick. Man, that hurt. Oh, oh man. Uh, 
right back at you. That's how the I know, Cowboys feel every year. I don't know to come up year, with right? a question. <laughs> and the rules. Wait, somebody took my pick. <laughs> like, oh, man, that hurt. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to come back because uh, I am next in line. So you had, Ram- just, you had Rambo, huh? Rambo would have been my first pick, man, but um, I'm going to I'm gonna have to come back on it. I'm going to go the opposite direction, and I'm thinking of my own defense here. I'm going to go with John Candy, and I'll tell you why. Oh, my god! I'll tell you why, because it's the old rule. I don't have to be faster than the bear. I just have to be faster than you. <laughs> oh, my god! But that's only going to happen once, Robert. You haven't to turn into more. Yeah, but, hey. <laughs> He's a big guy. They're gonna feed for a while, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to get some distance, you know. So that's he would have been my last pick. But it's like your get out of jail free card. Yeah, right. Right. I'm gonna cap his knee and just keep running, and I'm just gonna go and Uh, let them take care of him and try and get some distance and catch up to the uh, the, poor John. My team, poor John. Hey, it's, it's part of it. So, so that's my first pick is uh is John Candy. Brian, who you got? All right. So I had three people that came to mind right away, and only name without one. thinking about without only, thinking only one about right now. Yeah, I got it. Without Colin's uh, uh, thought there about ammunition or anything, I'm just gonna go ahead and stick with who I got here. So my first pick, I'm gonna say Jocko Willink. Ah, that's Jocko. a good one. Lieutenant Commander. Yes, yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. You, you know, he also he also has some still? he also has some good hand to hand combat skills too, though. Yeah, you guys read his so, books. Uh, I've read Discipline Equals Freedom, and I, and I also I had the audiobook to um, is Extreme Ownership one of his? Yeah, Extreme Ownership. Yeah, I yes, got that, that one. Was, audio. That was the first one that I read. I've heard that one's good by a lot. Yeah. Of, a, a lot of people that I look up to have read that book. Uh, and yeah, it's good. It's on my list. I just haven't got to it yet. They are good. Extreme Ownership, Discipline Equals Freedom. I think they're both really good. Okay. Well, uh, since we're going snake draft, Brian, you get back to back picks. Oh. All right, so I'm gonna go with his uh, with uh, another Navy SEAL, David David Goggins. He was just another one that came to mind. Oh. I don't know how well he would be in like hand to hand combat. I think he'd be pretty good, but uh, but but anyway, I'm gonna do the Navy SEAL combo, Jocko and David Goggins. Well, David would certainly uh, intimidate and insult these <laughs> and the submission probably, but he is a former Navy SEAL. Yeah. So all right, I'm gonna, I'm, go ahead. No, no, no. I'll just David. <laughs> Yeah, save, save it for your last one. So, see, that would make me next in line. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to take a foreigner, and I'm going to go Paul Hogan. Um, is it Paul Hogan? Yeah, Paul Hogan. That's not a knife. That's just a knife, right? Oh, Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. You're going with the Crocodile Dundee as the character? Or yes. are you going Paul Hogan? No, I'm, okay, I'm so... going to go with the character. The, the actor might be a little wussy, but I'm going to go with the character. So... So Robert has John Candy and Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta oh, get I... out of Jeff Free Card, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. He took. I mean, David just. I, I made the rule, and then David shot my bracket all the heck, man. Just, <laughs> just blew it out of the water because Rambo was the the first one to come to mind. So. Well, I'm about to really. I'm gonna really blow you out of the water now with my next one. Right, come on. I mean, this one, the one I'm about to pick. I mean, they're probably. I shouldn't even. I don't even need anybody else. Don't even need anybody else. No, not with your, with your first pick, you probably don't need. No, I mean, I mean, right. seriously, he could get killed, and it's my next pick. I don't need anybody else because he. It, I mean, his name <laughs> alone will just take it. Okay. Chuck Norris. Oh, oh, it's another one. Why didn't I think of that? That's a good one. 
Um, yeah. You just may need somebody to carry you for your next pick because the first two are going <laughs> to annihilate everybody. <laughs> I love his line in, in uh, Expendables 2. He talks about getting bit by the snake. <laughs> I don't think I know it. Oh, oh, he does a Chuck. He does a Chuck Norris joke. Chuck Norris does a Chuck Norris joke. He comes in and says he got bit by a snake, and after weeks of you know agonizing pain and blah blah blah, the snake died. <laughs> <laughs> Expendables two is by far the far the superior movie out of them. Oh yeah, it's good. That they didn't take themselves seriously. That's pretty awesome. Right. Uh, Bruce Willis gives Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> the I'll be back line. <laughs> it was great. I'm gonna check That's it out. Awesome. I don't That's know if I, I don't even know if I need to take anybody else. No. Since. Well, you got you got a third pick. You got maybe you got a bench one. It's a bonus pick. Patrick right? Norris. What do you do? I know. So, Colin, you're uh, you're next, and you got back to back, dude, to finish off your. Oh boy! Your oh shoot! That that throws me for a loop. Um. Well. I'm gonna go just just throw it out there. I'm gonna go with Duncan McLeod from Highlander. There you go. There can only be one. Yes, I figure with a big claymore like that, long distance, but take out lots of zombies. Mm. <laughs> Man. And then I'm gonna. Then I guess I'm just gonna go with my suggestion of Bear Grylls <laughs> because you know I gotta find somebody. Somebody that knows how to, you know, survive. Survive. <laughs> you, you got Bruce Lee, Duncan McLeod, and Bear Grylls. Yes. Okay. All right. Back to me. You know, knowing Bear, he has a he has a zombie recipe somewhere. He's probably. Uh, yeah. Kill the zombie, then cook it. And then, probably. Right? Yeah. And, or you drink its pee or something. You, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, even, you know, but well, you become immune to it. Whatever it is. Even <laughs> though I've heard he he might not be all that he pretends to be. Well, his TV character, you can take his TV character. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, David, you're, uh, I mean, you've, you've obviously got the all-star team here. Rambo and Chuck Norris and, you know, who you're rounding out the team with. Well, you know, Rambo's got muscles. Chuck Norris is just a legend. So I think I'm just going to stick with the muscles because, um, I, you know, I, I can stand behind this guy and he'll block at least three zombies. You know, before they ever get to me, even though I'm a you know big guy, but he's much much larger guy. And you know, I think he would just you know take them out pretty quickly. But I'm gonna go with the Rock. Oh yeah, the Rock. That's a good one. He'll get them with the smolder. Yeah. If you smell <laughs> with the Rock, it's good. All right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go bad guy. My last pick. Uh, and you guys can tell me whether or not this pick is disqualified, uh, and, and I'll come up with somebody else. But I'm going uh, Terminator from the original Terminator movie. I'm taking that guy. I don't think he's disqualified. Okay. He's, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? No, I'm, he's not super. He's not good. necessarily a superhero, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. Like and yeah, after so. my first pick, I got to have some kind of redemption. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to have somebody. And of course, you know, going along the lines of what Colin was saying, you know, it's, he does use ammo or whatever, but he is, I mean, he's a, he's a cybernetic entity. He, he can use his own body and beat people up and rip their heads off and do all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Terminator from Terminator 1. And that's going to oh. be my 
That's going to be my, my big guy. Round your team out. It's going to round the team out. Yeah. I'll take, uh, yeah, I'll take Terminator to do all the killing Crocodile Dundee for the, um, for the, uh, survival. Uh, John Candy has a sacrificial <laughs> meal. Well, he uh, also can provide entertainment. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, you know, if I had if I had the winning team that uh, David hit there, I might come up with a comedian. <laughs> like I was, oh well, let's yeah, see. We'll put Kevin Hart on my team. <laughs> yeah, or Carrot Top. You know, Carrot Top's a comedian. He's a big guy too. I mean, oh man, he does work out. Yeah, yeah, but I wanted somebody that was going to entertain me. Uh, <laughs> you have to be funny. So, yeah, that's that's a different thing. It's not like that guy's ever going to listen to this podcast. So. No. Yeah, that's a, that's a shot at carrot top boobles. Yes. yes. All right. Sorry. Last pick, Brian. All right. So hey, far, you got you got two former Navy SEALs. What, yeah, what do you got coming? I'm going to stay on the same trend there. But I'm going family with my last pick. I'm going to do a shout out to my cousin. He was a Marine sniper. And uh, he's go. he's been hanging out with some superheroes lately. His name is Dean Hart out of Kentucky. Oh. Isn't he part of like that whole Avengers thing? Somehow is he connected to that? Uh, or am I thinking somebody else altogether? I don't know. Like uh, he has been he he has been doing a special project uh, that he just been he just wrapping up right now. I mean, if you can't mention it, you can't mention it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like if you had to kill us when you tell us, don't tell us. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know. I don't even know it, that. bad. Yeah. I, I, I better not say anymore, but it's probably okay. But I know he's still there wrapping up, so I won't say anything <laughs> else about it, but I will say he has been hanging out with superheroes and he was a sniper in the Marine Corps and he was the other one that, that came to mind right away. So nice. really, really cool. Nice. Marine Corps sniper. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's uh, we got our team. Here's our team. Colin's team is Bruce Lee, Duncan McLeod, and Bear. Is it Grillis or Grills? I don't know. I thought it was Grills. Grills. It might be. So we'll say Bear Grills. Okay. Because he needs to be grilling (laughs) when you're out there. And David, my team is uh, Rambo, Chuck Norris, and The Rock. And Robert, uh, Robert. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can't run faster than any of those guys. But uh, <laughs> and then we got Robert, uh, we got John Candy, Crocodile Dundee, and the Terminator from Terminator One. Then Brian went with a sensible route. <laughs> and went with, <laughs> with Jocko Willink, David Goggins, and Dean Hart. So what a team! What a team! I'm telling you, man, that's good. That's good. So uh, <laughs> I'll try to put something together and see if we can uh, let the fans out there vote on uh, which team will last the longest in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be in that pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, two thirds of your team. Two thirds of your team, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you thought the person to come up with the question would have had better answers. <laughs> well, you got I'm robbed. You got robbed, Robert. Yeah, I just oh. I threw you off that very first pick. I just threw oh, you off. You did. All right. Good. My other, one of my other guesses was John McClane. Um, oh, that's a good know, one. And I, but you know, you pointed out hand to hand, maybe not so much, but you know, but with the weapons, he's good. So. But, I was going to uh, say, who's some runners up here? Who's some uh, who's some uh, honorable mentions? Oh, John Wick. Why didn't I pick him? Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, John Wick. That's ridiculous. Oh, how'd I miss that guy? Yeah, he's run out of bullets quick, though. Yeah. Yeah, but he's amazing hand-to-hand. Yeah. He's amazing hand-to-hand. Those movies are fun to watch, too. For, they are, for they me, are. they're fun to watch because he, uh, he actually physically trains in the martial arts that he uses on those. So 
for somebody who trained in jujitsu to see an actual arm bar done correctly and a choke done correctly to uh, where it would actually work if the actor doesn't tap, right? As opposed to someone that you see on there where it's not even close to putting any pressure on the joints or whatever. It's fun to watch that and see if it's accurate to what it should be. Now, why did I not pick that? <laughs> I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. That's right. right. It is. All right, so if we don't have any more honorable mentions, we'll just go with John Wick and John McClane. Yeah. How about that? A lot of Johns in there. John Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I could have made a, I could have made a team full of Johns. Been all right. It was better than the team I got, probably. Well, fellas, it's it's been fun. Hey, uh, also, just to mention, Jocko's first name is actually John. <laughs> That's there awesome. Should have stayed, stayed on the John train. I'd have been better off. Yeah, just I mean, goodness, you could put John Schneider in there. <laughs> John Boy from the Waltons. Yeah, uh, no, I think I'm gonna leave him. We're gonna say goodnight to him pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> All right, fellas, it was fun. I had a blast, and uh, yep. until next time, everyone, we sure do appreciate you listening and hanging with us. And if you'd like to support the show, you can do that through Buy Me A Coffee. You can find the link in the show notes. And we would love to hear any feedback from you. And listen, if you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review. We certainly would appreciate that. We do have some five-star reviews on there. You see what other listeners listeners have said about our show. And we certainly would appreciate your feedback as well. So for all of you listening, and you made it to the end with us, we appreciate you most especially. Thanks for listening.